The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Our weekday podcast is brought to you by the Combank Bushfire Recovery Grants. It's one way they're helping to support local communities impacted by bushfires. For more information, head to combank.com.au forward slash bushfire recovery. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Larissa Moore. It's Friday the 7th of February. In your squeeze today, Ireland heads to the polls, Chinese media and the coronavirus, the AFL women's season kicks off, and smooth dance moves. This is your squeeze today. Ireland is heading to the polls this weekend, Claire, for their general election. They hold one every four years to elect their Taoiseach, or Prime Minister. That position is currently held by Leo Varadkar of the Fianna Gael party, which is hoping to lock in its third term of government. His main opponent is Micheál Martin of the Fianna Foil party. Both of these parties sit in the centre of politics. What makes this election one to watch is the emergence or re-emergence of the Sinn Féin party led by Mary Lou Macdonald. Tell us about that. Sinn Féin is the Republican Party that has IRA links from way back and it remains in favour of a united island. Of course, that link with the IRA brings back all sorts of memories to some pretty dark chapters from those days. What the Sinn Féin party has been able to do, though, this election is connect with some really uh, disenfranchised voters on the issues of things like housing, uh, pensions and health. Uh, Their issues that the major parties haven't really cut through on. So we'll see whether that actually translates into votes for them. It's actually been a while since a political party has won an outright majority to govern in Ireland. Is it likely that either of these two centrist parties would form a coalition with Sinn Féin? They've both said no, and that really does go back to that history of that party and also concerns in recent times that the IRA is active again and involved in violent incidents. So, no, they've said that's not going to happen. Uh, Whether, though, one of those parties are able to break through, uh, given they've been in a coalition of sorts uh, in the last period of government, remains to be seen. You've got a bit of a tradition with elections and that's giving a drink recommendation to match it. What's your drink of choice for Ireland? Look, as you're watching the results come in, you really do want to have a drink in your hand. So it's it's Ireland, so it's a Baileys for me. Don't be too shocked and stop with the judgy eyes. Thank you. (laughs) With ice? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. No judgment here. Enjoy. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a few months until you need to decide on your drink for the US elections, but let's get an update on what's happening over there. First off, the Senate voted to acquit President Trump in his impeachment trial. Big historic day yesterday. Of course, Donald Trump was the third president to go to an impeachment trial. That's now all over. The Republican-controlled Senate uh, yesterday gave him the numbers to be able to move on from that. As for the Democrats, the results of the Iowa caucus are still being counted after technical glitches caused massive delays. With 97% of the vote now counted, it looks like it will come down to either Pete Buttigieg or Bernie Sanders. Not the last we'll be talking about US politics. Over to China now, and while the death toll from the coronavirus continues to rise, there are reports that Chinese media are beginning to censor coverage of the outbreak, with some sources saying that they're being pressured to only promote positive aspects of the government's response. 
This story really has been bubbling away in the background ever since uh, the start of January when stories came through that there was some kind of outbreak of some kind of coronavirus uh, in China. Of course, we know that the Chinese government is good at uh, really keeping a a firm control on information, uh, particularly through the media and on its websites. So that is starting to, to get reported. Also, there's questions still over whether the information coming out from China is actually the whole story. In a quick update on numbers, the current death toll sits at 560 with an estimated 28,000 cases of infection. Back home now, retail figures for December have been released and they confirm that the Christmas spending frenzy isn't what it used to be. There's a few reasons for that, Claire, such as shopping events like Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Normally in December, that's when retailers make a good bunch of their profit and get through a lot of volume of sales, but it's shifted to November. Analysts who are really interested to see whether that uptake of those sales this year was a big deal and whether it impacted on Christmas sales. So that's absolutely happened. Uh, and of course, that really re-gears uh, how retail uh, happens at the end of the year in this country. That slower consumer spending in December has also continued into the new year. Treasurer Josh Frydenberg is also warning that the trio of bushfire, drought and coronavirus will have a significant impact on the economy over the coming months, with our tourism and our export industries especially affected. The 2020 AFL Women's Competition is kicking off its fourth season this year. There are four new teams in the comp, Clare, Gold Coast, Richmond, St Kilda and West Coast. They're sticking with the conference season, which means not every team will play each other. Yeah, they split basically that 14 uh, team pack into two groups and uh, that means that in the rounds uh, they'll stick in their group and they won't cross over, which of course has had a fair bit of criticism from people Mm. who really want a season that lasts at least as long as all the teams can play each other. But look, it's in its fourth season, as you say, so supporters just hope that it's another step forward with those additional teams stepping up. Uh, The game tonight kicks off between old rivals uh, Richmond and Carlton. So uh, fingers crossed for them for a great year. Friday night footy back on. Each Friday in The Squiz today, we include a couple of links to things we liked during the week. I hear you'll be giving us a bit of a dance demo, Claire. (laughs) That won't be happening. (laughs) No? (laughs) Oh, come on. Yeah, look, there's a clip going to the email. It's quite extraordinary because it's quite uh, a trick. This very cool couple just makes this whole sort of dance sequence look really easy and even encourages you um, to get up and give it a go, which I did, Larissa, and it wasn't pretty, let me tell you was not good are we going to get round two of practice in the office today won't be happening (laughs) oh well you've got to ask you've also included a recipe in keeping with our main story today for an irish dish called colcannon main ingredient is potato so we're obviously big fans oh and even better potato bacon yum you know Spring onions and some cabbage. (laughs) It's really a thumbs up, that one. You can find the link to that in the Squiz Today email. Each day the subject line relates to a topic in the news story. What have you got for us today? I've gone for the Black Eyed Peas version of um, Power to the People. Of course, we've got an election on, but, um, yeah, there's lots of bits and pieces in there where power and people seems to be a bit of a theme, whether it's impeachment or China censoring information. So that's where I was at this morning. Nice one. 
It's always good when we can cover a few stories with the one song lyric. Exactly. That's probably all from us today. If you are new to our podcast, we do have a weekday email that contains all the links to the stories that we talk about. Uh, So you can find that at thesquiz.com.au to sign up. Have a great weekend, everyone, and we will chat to you on Monday. The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesquiz.com.au. We talk a lot about cybercrime and hacking because almost every day there seems to be some breaking news about another big data breach. But NordVPN can help protect you online, kind of like a cyber bodyguard. It protects your personal and sensitive data while you're online to stop it from falling into the wrong hands. That way, you don't have to worry about keeping your identity and private data safe every time you log on. And even if you make a mistake and click on a dodgy link or open a suspicious email, NordVPN's threat protection will kick in and delete it before it makes a mess of your computer. To find out more and get a great discount, visit NordVPN. VPN.com forward slash squiz today.